Hello and welcome to A Bear Among Bison, a practical interculturalist podcast. My name is Jarrett Curtis and welcome to episode one. In this episode, I wanted to dive into the concept of preparation and why it matters to your cross-cultural and intercultural experience. So without further ado, let's dive right in. I think the best place to start with something like this is to talk about the significance and the reason behind why we prepare. Um, and one of the biggest things when you talk about preparation is this idea of culture shock. And what that means is anytime you experience or get into a different culture that you're unfamiliar with, there's this brief period of what they call the honeymoon phase where everything is exciting, everything's new, and you're just willing and eager to go explore and, and you know everything is just hunky-dory, uh, to use a phrase my mom likes to, to use. But at some point that wears off and you find yourself in this phase called culture shock and everybody experiences it. Um, for some people, they may be a little more prepared to handle it or maybe they have experience with it in the past and so it doesn't hit them as hard. But for most people, this is a pretty difficult thing um, and it lasts for quite some time. And so if you look into preparation and how not only to prepare yourself for the culture in which you're going to be interacting with, but also prepare for culture shock in general, you'll find that it doesn't hit you as hard as it would somebody who comes into it uh, completely unprepared. And this is something that you can't really generalize. Uh, culture shock looks completely different from person to person, but it's always that sense of maybe dread or as if you don't belong in the place that you're at. Maybe you miss home and it's a very difficult thing. It's very discouraging and a lot of people will turn away from whatever experience they, they dove into because of it. And I would encourage you, prepare for this ahead of time. But if you haven't taken the time to prepare and you find yourself in culture shock now listening to this, understand that you're going to get through it. It may seem difficult right now, and I'm not going to say it turns around tomorrow or even this week, but eventually you find that you kind of balance out and you're not in that honeymoon phase anymore, but you're no longer in the culture shock phase. And so things seem more normalized and, and it's at that point where you're probably most effective in your cross-cultural and intercultural communication because you're not work looking at your environment through a rose-colored lens and you're not also super down on yourself about it. You're kind of in this realistic state where you see the beauty and the difficulties that you're going to have to face in your new environment. It also helps to prepare to be able to communicate more effectively, uh, whether that's learning the language or even learning nuances within the culture you'll find that communication is different from environment to environment, even within the context of a greater cultural structure. So for example, here in America, yeah, we tend to have these normal uh, phrases that we use that we, you know, are interchangeable no matter where you go. But in small pockets of society and small pockets of culture, you'll find that things are very different. Um, one small example, uh, something that's not really a big deal is words for food. Like here on the reservation, people talk about gems, whereas I'm used to saying tater tots, if you know what those are. And that was a very confusing thing for me at first. And there's even parts of the native language here, the Dakota and Nakona languages, that people interchange within English uh, seamlessly. And so that was something that was difficult for me to deal with. But I quickly learned. And the more you find yourself preparing for these things, the easier that is to kind of mesh into don't fall into a, a trap that I like to fall into sometimes, which is assuming you understand these words and phrases before you actually do. I, I tried to use some of these words and phrases that I had uh, picked up on the reservation and I use them out of context several times. Just be patient. It'll come to you as time goes on. Don't try to rush it. It, it makes you seem 
disingenuine. And so uh, don't fall for that mistake like I did. Also, the more you prepare, the more you're able to avoid uh, pitfalls and cultural faux pas. You're gonna make mistakes in your dialogue and in the way that you communicate with people. Sometimes you might not ever know what you did wrong, but the more you prepare, the easier it is to spot those things. And please understand that no matter how much you prepare, those are still gonna happen. Preparation just kind of limits the amount of times and, and how hard it is in those situations. Uh, it's never gonna be a solve all to those problems. You're still gonna have disagreements or times where you slip up and you don't know why you did. But the more you understand the culture, the easier it is to avoid those things. I think the next logical step then is to understand how to prepare. And there's several things and tips and tricks. I'm just going to cover a few. Uh, there are plenty of resources out there on, on preparation when transitioning across cultures. One of the biggest ones that I'm going to point you towards is a book called A Practical Interculturalist Guide to Transitioning Across Cultures. It was written by Dr. Stephen Jones, who is a former professor of mine, an amazing man, and his insight into cross-cultural and intercultural dialogue and communication is just profound. It, it helped me in my time here on the reservation. And it's simple, easy to read, but it deals with some important concepts such as cultural shock and, and how to prepare for your transition. So there's plenty of resources like that. Also, there's a lot of third culture or, or uh, missionary kids who blog online, um, and they tend to chew through some of these issues pretty well. Sometimes they have a very unique way of looking at a situation or how to deal with it. And so I would encourage you go out and find those resources as well as understand you need to look for sources and media sources from within the culture that you're going to experience. So for example, you can read about reservations from the outside looking in from mainstream media, from news sources, etc. And you know, some of those might be accurate, but they're never going to be as accurate as somebody within the culture, as far as understanding how to interact and dialogue with the people around you. So if you're looking at coming to a reservation, for example, I would look at somebody like Mandy Smoker or Sherman Alexi or uh, Jim Welsh. These are people who understand what life is like on the reservation because they've lived it. And through ingesting those forms of media by reading those poems and the books and the stories, you'll be able to understand things from a slightly different perspective than somebody from the outside looking in. Mainstream media and mainstream culture is never going to understand these pocket communities as well as the pocket communities understand themselves. Like I said, another way to prepare is to read up on transitioning and culture shock. It's still going to hit you hard no matter how hard you prepare, but the more you read up on it, the more you understand what the symptoms look like, the more you're able to recognize how this is going to affect you, the easier it is to deal with. Another point of note is to look at the history. Again, this is going to be colored and biased if you look at history from, say, a textbook. You know, here in America, I saw a post on Facebook and it was uh, a history book written in America about the colonial Europeans moving into the United States. And it had a section on how the Native Americans kindly agreed to move to move away so that the European settlers could find homes. That's not how history actually happened. That's not how reservations came to be. And so if you don't understand the history from the viewpoint of the people within the culture, uh, you're never gonna fully fit in. If you go to a place like Cambodia and you don't know about the Khmer Rouge, if you do go to a place like Vietnam and you don't understand the French colonialism and, and the civil wars that happened there, you're not gonna be as effective. So find history sources within the culture to be able to understand how the culture in its modern form has been shaped by its history. 
Another thing to keep in mind here too is if you have the time, if you're able to learn the language native to that community. I'm in the process of trying to learn Dakota. It's a very difficult thing for me. Um, it's a Suyan based language, it's not Latin based. And so a lot of it is very difficult for me to chew through. And I'm by no means an expert. I'm, I'm not even a beginner. Uh, there are definitely children who speak better Dakota on the reservation than I do. But I want to learn. I'm so excited to be able to teach my son and to share this with him. And if you don't have time to learn a whole language, just learn the basics. Learn how to say hello, thank you, uh, how are you, be able to give out your name. Because there's something beautiful about the way language and culture interact. And um, you'll always see it from a different point of view once you are able to ingrain yourself a little bit into the language experience. Another thing I would encourage you to do is go visit the place if you are moving from your culture to another culture in a physical location. Um, say you're going to Japan for the first time. Visit that place before you decide to move there. If nothing else, that'll give you a good experience to draw from as you're studying, as you're researching and preparing for your transition. But also it's nice to say, I've been there, I've seen what this might be like. And understand that when you go to visit, there will be a bit of a honeymoon, you know, that goes on. Like everything will look great through rose colored glasses because it's your vacation. You're enjoying your time there. Um, but if you never take that step, if you never go and look at the place that you're transitioning into, you're gonna be caught very off guard. And even a simple vacation can help. It's not gonna be an accurate picture as life living there, but it's a good it's a good starting point from which to base off all your experiences and your ideas of what this might be like in the future. Another thing to look forward to in your preparation is make friendships and find guides. And by that I mean, if you know somebody within that culture, maybe in the instance of, in my case, I had the most amazing, amazing, amazing girlfriend who became my fiance, who later became my wife, who knew about her culture, her community that I'm living in now. And so she was able to help me through this period of me trying to understand what life looks like on the reservation. And without her guidance, with the guidance of her and her family members, I would be in a very different place than I am now. And I was able to draw from her wealth of knowledge and experience and her understanding of who she is and where she came from to make my time here much easier. Find that person, you know, even if it's your first day in a new community, just make a friend and you'll find that if you're willing to extend grace, uh, most people are willing to extend grace back to you. You know, if you mess up, but you have a good friend within the culture, they'll be able to help you learn how you made a mistake and be able to do that in a kind, positive way because you've made that, you've built that relationship, that repertoire with them. My last tip on how to prepare would be make a wish list. This can be before you go visit that community. You know, maybe you read in a magazine about these beautiful places to visit or different foods that you should try. Put down on paper, I mean physically put it down the different things that you want to experience, that you want to explore, that you want to achieve while you're there. Um, I have a wish list of my time here on the reservation. One of the big things is I really, really, really want to see a buffalo. Um, I've lived here for, uh, I think, almost three years now, and I still haven't seen a buffalo. I went to a buffalo ranch with um, some students while I was working at the high school here, and I still haven't seen a buffalo. So that's part of my wish list. But what this helps you do is you're able to tick off these check marks as you're in that honeymoon phase, as you're exploring and, and learning about the environment. And when you hit culture shock, when it's difficult for you, you're able to look back on those experiences and kind of share in some of that joy that you had the first time. 
and maybe revisit that experience now that you're in a you know a more difficult place maybe it'll bring that excitement back but also you can look forward to checking off new things on your checklist um, like I said I, I still haven't seen a buffalo and so when I'm ever having a, a difficult time here on the reservation I look at my checklist and I say you know I still need to learn the language I still need to see a buffalo you know these are all exciting things that I look forward to each time I kind of get down about myself or you know say I miss home these are things that I'm able to draw from I think the best way to capstone this is to talk about how preparation actually affects your experience. Preparation is necessary. I, I would say that anytime you transition into a new culture, anytime you experience cross-culture or intercultural dialogue, it is absolutely necessary to prepare in some way, shape, or form. But it is not wholly and completely sufficient in your experience. And by that I mean you can prepare as much as your life possibly allows, but unless you actually experience the thing, you're never going to fully understand or achieve what you hope to achieve. You can't over-prepare and you can't truly ever under-prepare. So you can prepare till you're, you know, till you're on your deathbed and it's still not going to be enough. But also understand if you ever feel like you haven't prepared enough, that's sometimes okay too. You know, it's okay to step into a new culture, a new environment with childlike eyes. As long as you've done a responsible amount of enough of preparation, uh, people are pretty forgiving if you don't understand something. People are pretty understanding that you want to experience their culture well, as long as you do it respectfully. Uh, you don't have to know all of the Dakota and Nakona languages to come to this reservation. You don't have to know the name of every chief in the history of ever. Those things are useful and they're definitely beneficial, but your experience is still going to be just as good not knowing every single word in the Dakota language. One thing to keep in mind too, I've in this podcast, in this episode, I've been talking about this as you from somebody coming into a culture, but understand that these truths still hold their weight if somebody else is transitioning into your culture. Uh, so for example, say you have somebody at work from an Arabic nation and they're coming in to work with you. You need to be understanding of their preparation and their time that went into their transition. You know, if they're having difficulty with the language, understand that you can be there as their guide, as their friend to help them understand language. Be patient with them if they make mistakes. Be kind and friendly and understanding because this is a difficult thing for them. You know, help them understand and learn the history a little bit and be graceful and forgiving if they don't understand things that you've known since you were a kid. You know, it's a, it's a difficult time for anybody when they're stepping into a new environment. It's exciting. It's definitely an awesome thing, but it can also be uh, a time of hardship where they miss home or maybe they don't feel as prepared as they they would like to be give them that grace and that understanding and be that helping hand to them as they transition into your community i'm really 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 excited to do this podcast with you guys and so i thank you so much for listening to this episode uh, if you haven't go back and listen to episode zero and understand a little bit more of my heart and why i'm doing this i hope you have an amazing week and go out and talk to somebody new today Thank you.